We're very sad to acknowledge and share the tragic news of the passing of Stephen Jackson. Stephen and Jen, um, who have been members of our adventurer community for a number of years, were interviewed in episode 229 and are well known for their incredible value to our Bathurst and broader parkrun community and the amazing panorama punish. Uh, were sadly involved in an accident. And whilst we wish Jen a safe recovery, we do also wish uh, all of our love um, and our thoughts to Jen, to the family, to Bathurst Parkrun community, our adventurer community, and of course, the many, many broad community members that Stephen has been so instrumental in supporting over the years. This wonderful human will be missed. Welcome to episode 371 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast, a podcast about life, if your life is all about parkrun. My name is Melissa Ellis, and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. And I'm Ollie Spike, and I'm joining once again from Dorawal country. And Mel, it's a Tuesday, which is a bit unusual <laughs> for us from a recording basis, but... Um, Despite the ups and downs of the week, there is an up that we're both looking forward to. So let's focus on that. And that's the Matildas are playing tomorrow night on the Wednesday. And have you got your keeper jersey? I don't have my keeper jersey. (laughs) (laughs) But I plan to buy one, Mackenzie Arnold. Wow. Nike have acknowledged their previous mistake in not providing uh, merch to honour our wonderful female keeper. That's right. And uh, those goalkeeper jerseys, um, sadly for you at this stage, Mel, have sold out in five minutes. So, um, yeah, I think we'll, we'll have to stay tuned. I'm sure there will be more released, maybe not in time for the match tomorrow night. But uh, it's great to see, once again, um, a, a cause very close to our hearts and uh, some good memories from the Women's World Cup last year down in Melbourne when we thrashed the Canadians 4-0. Oh, Sorry to our harsh. Canadian listeners. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, some, some very fond memories. But, Mel, speaking of fond memories, how was your parkrun day? Well, we went to event 244 of Stebbin Heath Parkrun on the lands of the Ghana people. I joined Sarah Jefferson in South Australia and it was fabulous to catch up with my friend from the west side for a little under 48 hours to enjoy parkrun, girl time and sun in Radelaide. I flew in Friday Arvo and walked the 6K out of the airport to our motel while Sarah flew in later to join me after picking up the hire car. Saturday morning, we were up and at them to head the 30-odd minute drive to Stebbenheath. Fun fact, I had done a Frito at Stebbenheath back in January, but I had forgotten all about it till I turned <laughs> up and declared, ah, oh, I've been here. As you will hear a bit later, it was rundown under day and as we were milling around the start line, I spied a pair of rundown under people coming together for their photo. So, of course, I rushed over to offer to take the photo for them and then, before I knew it, they called go. I, I had a lovely run chat with Sarah who achieved her 
snake's challenge and grabbed a decaf flat white in my keep cup from the coffee van afterwards. It was such a lovely warm but not too hot morning and many participants lingered around after the event to socialise. After parkrun, we headed into Glenelg for brunch and a walk on the jetty and the afternoon was spent chilling by the motel pool and catching up on life, love and other catastrophes. And the Matildas. <laughs> Sunday nice. morning saw us up early again and volunteering at Thorndon Juniors. It was my third visit and Sarah's first. We were under the expert guidance of RD Jonathan Morgan and absolutely delighted to see Janet Reed arrived with granddaughter Zoe, plus familiar faces in Belinda Land, Anthony Patterson and ED Kirsty Shermer. Thorndon had a local school boosting numbers with children, parents and teachers, all something to do with a healthy living promotion the school was involved mm. in and using Parkrun for a way for the children to accrue activity points. They'd even arranged a free breakfast afterwards for the school community participants and the volunteers. This bolstered Thorndon's attendance to a record of 90, smashing their previous attendance record of 62. And well done to the Thorndon team for managing it all expertly. Then before long, it was time for me to sadly bid my lovely friend goodbye and head back to Meltown. Just don't ask what time I eventually arrived <laughs> home. I don't often have delays with flights, so I will say the ledger is tipped in my favour despite my unfortunate delay. As I mentioned, I grabbed some audio with co-ED Nikki Thomas, so let's have a listen to that now. Okay, I'm here at the finish of Stephen Heath Park Run, and I've found somebody that I thought it would be very pertinent to talk to today. It's Nikki Thomas. She's wearing the current rundown undershirt. She's also the co-ED of Stephen Heath Park Run. Um, welcome to the podcast, Nikki. Thank you. Good morning. It's nice to chat. Uh, I noticed you did have another rundown under person here this morning to have a photo with. Yes, I did. Um, I was scared that I was going to be on my own, but it was really nice to have our, our purple Karen join us. Excellent. Now, you obviously participate, you've got the current shirt, so would you like to tell us a little bit about your Rundown Under journey? Um, honestly, Rundown Under has been such a motivator since I started running myself, so I've been a Rundown Under member for, I think this is my seventh year, um, so I'll be excited to finish, but it's just that every every run you're tracking how far you've gone around the country and seeing bits of the country or reading bits of the country that you wouldn't normally get to see during your normal life so it's like you know all of a sudden you're in Brisbane and you get to see a little bit of touristy about it and it's definitely that motivation and that sort of sense of achieving something so I, I love it it's really good and you're going to finish soon I believe yes I'm my estimated finish is the middle of July this year so I've got 850 something kilometers to go um and I am kind of hoping to push that forward a little bit because I've, I've got a bit of a date in June so yeah it's definitely motivating me to get out and do a bit more time on my legs so have you been thinking about where you might finish it will it be here at Stebbenheath uh I hate to admit it, but probably not. <laughs> um, no, I've got a self-supported 100-kilometre run that I'm planning on doing in June, so I'm kind of hoping, crossing my fingers, that that will line up perfectly with the finish of 
run down under. Fabulous. Okay, so you're a big distance runner as um, well. I am very much a distance runner, yes. But I, what, what I want to ask you a bit about is Stebbenheath. Uh, did you want to talk to a little bit about, tell us about the event, um, maybe describe the course and have you been involved since the start? Uh, so I took over as ED when we came back from COVID. So I've been part of Stebbenheath for, what, three, three and a half years now. Um, our course is absolutely beautiful. What I love about it is the wetlands. We get a bucket load of wildlife. We're very trails, so it's all sort of gravelly. Um, having a, I call it a double loop, fig, sort of a figure eight with two laps means that you're never on your own on course, regardless, you know, how many people we get here in the middle of winter. You're always kind of seeing somebody out or back or the other way. But just the community of Stebbenheath Park Run is, it, I, I don't think you'd get it anywhere else. We are such a welcoming, inclusive supportive group um i love it absolutely love it so we're in a suburban park um surrounded by residential uh yes we are and it is very much um residential and very much growing in that space as well so lots of new stuff lots of you know we're getting a lot of new families coming to park run i've noticed in the last sort of probably the last year or so even more so is that we're getting a, a lot more people um with no pressure about you know and it's it's really good we're well supported by council we're well supported by the residents around the area and it's a really nice spot in the middle of suburbia um and beautiful uh waterways as well i did notice you've got a great sign obviously sponsored by council i don't think park run um, allows new events to do that so you're very lucky to have that sign and you've got a uh, a QR code for registering as well, so that's a great addition. That would help. We are very well supported by council. They, they, yeah, they do a lot for us with our, you know, painted finish lines and things that we're possibly not supposed to have. But um, <laughs> yeah, it is very well looked after. Now the, the corellas are very no- noisy here today, um, so there's plenty of those around. Uh, you've got a co-ED, I believe, is that right? Uh, yep, huge shout out to Leanne, who's recently um, come on as ED this year. Um, she's not here today, but, you know, she does a fantastic job. And, yeah, between even and our core volunteer group is amazing as well. So huge shout out to, you know, th- those people. Um, everybody is super friendly. And if you see a vest, you can definitely say hi and you'll get a smile and a welcome, that's for sure. Now, you're an ultra runner, so what about a parkrun tourist? Do you get around many different events? That was probably most of my push to help or encourage Leanne to come on as co-ED so that I can actually get out and do a bit more touristing. Um, I am very much looking forward to going to see Bel Air, um, which has opened up in South Australia this this year, last year. Um, So, yeah, I would like to do a bit more touristing. Fabulous. Well, thank you very much for talking to me today. Good luck with your ultra. Good luck with um, finishing down, run down under. And thank you for helping out with Stebbin Heath Park Run. Oh, thank you very much. Happy to chat about running. <laughs> well, it sounds like you certainly made the most of the weekend there, Mel. And uh, I'm, I am glad that you got the memo about the correct park run to attend. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> those that listened to the end last week, uh, fortunately you were one of those. Yeah, I, I really need to keep across where I'm supposed to be going a bit better. But yeah, I did arrive home very late on Sunday evening mm. and subsequently didn't really get enough sleep. So I appreciate the fact, Ollie, that you agreed to delay the podcast recording. We usually record on a Monday night. Mm. 
Uh, I was very tired and I hadn't had the time I needed to prepare for the pod. So thank you for delaying to tonight, which is Tuesday. Oh, well, my pleasure, Mel. It's uh, it's good to catch up and um I suppose not dissimilar to you. I was also coming home late on a Sunday, not quite as late or delayed as some. Um, so nonetheless, it was a good opportunity for me to to settle back into the week. Um, and it's good to have you back and rested. Thank you. But tell us about your parkrun day because mm. very unusually, Oliver, you had an adventure. I had an adventure. For the fifth time, I went to Batemans Bay Parkrun, <laughs> which is on Ewan Country on the south coast of New South Wales. And uh, it is a favourite spot uh, for those of you that might have listened to the pod over the last couple of years. You might recognise that this time of the year, I do go with Kathy and the kids uh, and the in-laws down to a beautiful spot on the coast in Ewan Country there called Lake Conjola, uh, which just happens to be located in between Huskisson and Batemans Bay Park runs. Uh, typically, it's been a toss-up between the two, but the Husky Tri Festival was on at the weekend. So this was an opportunity for me to back up and go to Batemans Bay um, for the second year running. It might be the third, but I think it's the second year. Um, and uh, I managed to drag willingly um, – let's say willingly, uh, along with me, two other adventurers and uh, Hannah and James, who were down with us for the weekend as well, of course, um, were up and um, about as bright and bushy as, I don't know, a brick wall. And, um, yeah, they, <laughs> they came on down and walked the course. But, yeah, Batemans Bay Park Run for their 344th event, I believe it was, um, was an absolute pleasure. The weather was coolish, which was nice. Um, but unfortunately, Mel, I missed some Park Run royalty, some Shell Harbour Park Run royalty, in fact, um, by one week. I missed Em and Brendan. Of course. I was one, I saw in the pod notes and I'm like, I was a little <laughs> bit confused. How did I not put that together? That's right, yeah. You had a little bit of Victorian royalty at your home event too. And, we did, uh, and I wasn't there. I wasn't there. I know. You had Nana and Pa. That's right, volunteering as well, volunteeristing. I know. Um, so I'm, so, I'm sorry, Nana and Pa. So shout out to Vicky and John yeah. Smith. Who were at Schlaber. That's right. That's right. But um, no, look, at, I, I suppose, you know, Batemans Bay is becoming a home away from home. Um, it was it was a highlight. There was a nice shout out in the crowd for uh, one of their returning regulars. Um, and uh, returning, I say, because uh, the week before he was over in New Zealand across the Dutch running the Tarawera Ultra Trail 100 miler, like some of our adventurer community that I have noticed as well. So um, kudos to those. I know that um, whether or not they're all Adventurers Club members, I'm not sure, but but those that have been <laughs> friends of the podcast have, have been over there and, um, yeah, that was a spectacular effort from those. But, um, yes, a nice weekend away. Um, some of my favourite spots, um, the Narrawally Creek Reserve is uh, absolutely beautiful. I, I love the chance to run out there and see the kangaroos and the wildlife along the way. But I'm very sorry to report that my laser tag is no longer. We had a tradition of going and playing laser tag as an extended family, which has always been chaotic, um, but it's shut. 
Oh, damn. Mm, all good things. But, Ollie, speaking of mm. um, just while we're on the topic, because you mentioned the Huskisson mm, try. Yes. And I thought I would just get a little shout yeah. out to Aileen. Yes. A fellow cheetah. She actually competed in the Husky try. Yes. Yeah. She, yeah, she certainly uh, loves a good triathlon, doesn't she? Um, so, yeah, well, well done. Um, it's always been a, a popular event, and what a spot to have it as well. And Mel, I suppose to wrap up my parkrun experience, I managed to, to run the course, finish, and then I walked um, most of the second lap with Hannah and James, which was particularly nice because they were almost right at the back of the pack. And um, yeah, I thought it was it was fitting because on my drive down, I did get to listen, and it was a nice touch to you know to hear some love for the back of the pack and some different perspectives. And we, it was great to see some of the feedback and discussion from last week's episode talking about the walkers there. Nice segue, Ollie. Yes. It's not the back of the pack, though. It's the party at the back. Oh, yes. Sorry. I'm so ingrained with the city-to-surf language, <laughs> uh, not even embracing our own uh, linguism. Yes. So we did have some comments, and we started off uh, mm. with Sarah, and I struggle always to know how to pronounce Sarah's name. So I, I would like, Sarah, if you can, like, get in touch with us and give us a bit of a tip so we can from here on in get your pronunciation correct we figure it's the least we can do yeah <laughs> J- jansa sarah jansa anyway Jan- jansa yeah, yeah something fancy with some consonants that i can't put together but she said my friend got overtaken by the tail walker and hasn't been back to park run by herself she's okay going with me because i stand my ground so good <laughs> on you sarah you do that Now, um, may I read out the next? Please. Uh, Belinda Taylor said, I really liked Simon's mention of the tailwalker who asks people if they would like to walk and chat or have the tailwalker walk behind them. Something I will take on board in future tailwalks. I have had a few walking experiences where tailwalkers, A, did not take the hint that I didn't feel like chatting and the faster I walked, the faster they walked. B, pushed way too hard with comments, come on, girls, you can get under 60 minutes. These are not park runs I would hurry back to. Luckily, I haven't been overtaken by a tail walker, but I know a few of my walker friends have. And we also heard from Vicky Smith, a.k.a. Nana, and she said, we volunteer a lot as tail walkers and are happy to walk at a slow pace to allow for those that need the extra time. Sometimes it's me. Yeah, and and I think some some great perspectives because, yeah, our community uh, I feel are quite in touch with a, a whole range of parkrun experiences and different parkrun communities. Um, so it's nice to hear from you all. But yeah, thanks again, Vicky, and congratulations on your uh, one hour, ten minute, and thirty three second uh, first time finish time as a tail walker at Shell Harbour. I look forward to chatting to Vicky all about her experience at Shell Harbour when she's back <laughs> at Juniors. Yes. But also, mm. let's not forget, Ollie, we have a lot of very fast runners in our community too. So if yes. those very fast runners would like to get in touch with us and let us know how they feel, mm. just equally, we would be more than happy to give you the platform. Yes. Equal, equal, yes. equal. equal. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's um, 
absolutely a truth of uh, the opportunity to hear everyone's stories and perspectives. Um, so, yeah, please keep it coming. Um, speaking of which, uh, an early email, but on the subject of, uh, I suppose, news and discussion, we're slipping this one in here. So thank you to Steve Warwick who wrote in following your supposition about blood donations, Mel, which was a lovely a lovely uh, cause. I don't think I'll be doing it too soon since I am um, apparently anemic, but, um, oh, yes, you can't. <laughs> but, but, you know, give me time, give me time. Um, but Steve said, hi, Mel, it can take up to a couple of weeks to fully recover depending on different circumstances. A plasma donation, on the other hand, only takes two to three days from memory. I prefer plasma donations because I can do it more often and I can have a jog that afternoon, though it wouldn't be officially advised to do so. Steve. Oh, okay. So I could potentially have still been affected by my blood donation. That's what I take from that. But you know what else I take Mm. from that? This week I should be good. Yes, that appears to be the case. (laughs) Yes. Now, we also this week Parkrun Australia shared that they have launched a limited edition crew length sock range. Mm. (laughs) So I thought I would bring this up, Ollie, because I saw said socks and I kind of thought they looked quite funky. Mm. And they said, you will never forget your barcode with these new Parkrun crew length socks. Proudly made in Australia, the Parkrun crew socks have a coloured left and right fit to improve support and protect high impact areas, as well as thermoregulating and moisture wicking yarns to provide maximum comfort whether you volunteer, walk or run. So these are pretty special socks. They are, they are. And only when you've been... Um reading that out have i actually detected uh, that they are made in australia so uh, i haven't done my research here um first time ever honestly scouts honor um does that mean does that mean our overseas park runners can't order them is it just the park run australia shop yeah sorry folks yeah i, I would say so now did i read that correctly yes contoured left and right or did i say colored left no i say contoured um, write in and let us know, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering if I read it wrong. But anyway, yes. um, so I did look at these and I thought, oh, they look cool. Mm. Do I need socks? No, I don't. Do I run long distances? No, I don't. But they look pretty and that makes me want them. I like the sound of a moisture wicking yarn as well. That's... <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> Ollie. Oh, just dear. verbally, not not the idea of it, <laughs> just verbally. Um, oh, go and talk to Brendan Peel about saying moist, really, okay. seriously. Sorry, yes. Oh. Uh, but um, just a clarification for those that have asked, no, it's not your own barcode on the socks. No, and I actually, when I looked at mm. it, they, they looked more like tokens in multicoloured <laughs> and, like, I got really confused <laughs> because I'm like, hang on a minute, this isn't, like, <laughs> technically correct like my brain goes to the fact that neither barcodes nor tokens come in all those pretty colors Mm. so what are they doing anyway i guess that's art that's right and uh, you and i are clearly not getting jobs in the power grant marketing department but (laughs) it's because they would be the most boring socks anyway (laughs) um (laughs) now uh but 
all things mm. aside, Ollie, where's this box? Did you, like, there was some, like, the Learjet, <laughs> apparently we have Learjet, <laughs> and, and apparently there was a box, but I know nothing, and Simon's asking, and I don't know. Well, okay, yeah, first things first, sorry I had to take the Learjet to the south coast, and uh, unfortunately <gasps> you had to you had to wait for your public <laughs> flight. to go on Jetstar. <laughs> <laughs> Back from, from Rattelage. Um, yes, the mystery box. Um, Would have been handy. Yeah, look, I saw the mystery box, um, but the office lady, she took it away without letting me know uh, exactly what was inside. Um, so I have been told that I'll have to wait to palm like everyone else. So I, I'm out of the loop. Oh, rude. <laughs> no special no special treatment for the hosts. No, absolutely not. So, um yeah, look, uh, stay tuned, but uh, I guess, yeah, we, we'll just have to wait till Palm. Okay. Uh, either that or just keep your eyes peeled around level two. <sighs> yeah. And um, pretty sure Simon's got the Learjet next week too, Mel, so sorry. Yeah. What? <sighs> but uh, now that that's sorted, I think it's time maybe you and I took a bit of a a refreshment with a glass of water and let someone else do the talking. We've got two roving reports, Mel, so let's have a listen to those. Good morning, Parkrunners. It's Grace in a tutu, and I have found myself at the Gold Coast. Yes, I am chasing the Nendi again, and I have a surprise visitor with me this morning. Good morning. Good morning. It is, of course, P2. Yes, he he is travelling solo this week. Good to see a familiar face. Now, P2, what can you tell me about this course? It's a lovely course. Uh, It's an out and back. You, sorry, out and back with a loop. You head along some grass, follow the path, do two laps around the park, and then come back. Very enjoyable. All right. Well, I have not done this one, of course, as I'm chasing my Nindy. Oh, looks like we're about to start the race briefing, so I might need to get over there. Sorry, stay tuned. Hello again. I'm out at Broad Beach Waters Park Run Course, and I've seen a lovely lady wearing a rundown undershirt. Shirt. Hello, how are you, and what is your name? Danielle. And um, I heard mention of a Rundown Under event today. Can you tell me about the event and why you're wearing the shirt? It's a virtual running app that we run virtually around Australia and other places as well, depending on which map that you choose. And you pay a subscription yearly and you can buy your T-shirt and then you get a matching medal each year once you go through your steps. And then you just keep clocking off your kilometres until you reach 14,000 I think it's 87. So you can just, yeah, sign up whenever you like and then just start running. And where are you on the map, Danielle? Um, I'm nearly at Dolby. Oh, awesome. Good work, you. Now, um, I heard someone say something about today it was a good day to wear your shirt. Why is that? It's Park Run Down Under Day. So every shirt that is worn today for Park Run, they donate. I think it's a dollar each shirt for the whole country. Awesome. And now tell me, is this your home park run? No. We like to try different park runs. I normally do Main Beach Park Run a lot, and we've started coming to Broad Beach Waters quite a lot as well. Oh, awesome. Um, So you've been here before. Do you like this course? We do. It's quite a nice, um, even kind of flat course, so you can do quite a quick park run, and it's good for starting out, so not too many hills as well. That's fantastic. Thank you for chatting with me. 
No worries, thank you. <laughs> Hi team, I've have to unpack my way around Broadbeach Waters Parkrun uh, only to find Nigel, the run director of the day, at the finish line. Hello Nigel, how are you? Good morning and thank you for being here. Thank you. To, oh, I'm chasing my Nendi today, so it's I've come to a different event. Uh, tell me your parkrun story. Uh, uh, how long have you been run directing here? Uh, my dear, I've been here since the start. We're into our 10th year. Today was our 441st run, and I think next week is my 300th official volunteer, which when it adds up, it's almost 600 for jobs that we do. Um, I've run... Um, I've won this event here 31 times, so I'm a part of the furniture, I guess. Well, that's absolutely awesome. What is an outstanding feature of Broadbeach Waters Parkrun? What would you like uh, people to know about it? Look, I'm a bit biased. It's a good parkrun. It's a good course. It's a flat course. It's a very picturesque course, but I'm biased, of course. <laughs> um, look, it's a lovely setting. In, um, it's... Like I say, it is picturesque. It's um, it, it's flat. It's on cement, um, and uh, we're celebrating our tenth year. And to celebrate 441 park runs, it's a wonderful thing. I was just saying earlier, when we first started, it was a big week for us to get 45 people, and to get 60, we didn't know what. But we're averaging over 150 a week now, so, so it is enjoying considerable growth. As it is, park runs throughout the globe. Now, I noticed um, last night your roster looked absolutely empty for the next month or so, but I checked this morning and um, it, it's suddenly populated. What's to go with that? Well, what we do, we um, we don't turn anyone away. If anyone wants to volunteer, they're welcome, but we don't plan out. If you turn up on the day, you'll get a job. We've had people, uh, total strangers, and we welcome them when, uh, with open arms, but what happens when we put them in the roster, they're no-shows, so we've given, given up faith. The ro- we've got a dedicated band of volunteers that give up their energy and resource religiously every week. We're never, we're never ever short. But people say they're coming in and they don't. So if you, you know, we'd welcome anyone with open arms on, on the day. And if they're on the roster, they were welcome. But the fact is that they're not reliable. So we stick to those people that are reliable. And how did today's event go? No hassles? No, it was good as uh, far as I'm, I'm aware. We're still going. We're up to about number 138 now. There's still members, uh, participants out on, on course, but uh, we're at the 51-minute mark now. So our park run usually finishes at, at about 55. So um, the results should, uh, should be up by 8.15 and all the on-course photos and the finished photos will be up by around 9.30 on the Broad Beach Waters Facebook page. Nigel, thank you for talking with me. Have a good day. You're welcome. Kyoriko Toe Adventurers, it's Alison here reporting in from across the ditch. Today I am at Gordon's Spratt Reserve Park Run, which is in Papamoa on the North Island of New Zealand. Papamoa is part of the Tauranga district, so if you're coming over and fancy a bit of a beach holiday, this is the place to be. So let's see who I can have a chat with this morning. So I'm at the finish here with Helen Bischel, who is the founding event director. And I saw you out running the course today, or co-event director, I should say, you and Tina. But you were able to have a run this morning. Absolutely, yes. You've got to have some perks of the job. (laughs) And what's the story behind Gordon Spratt Reserve Parkrun? How did a parkrun come to be here? Um, To be honest with you, I just signed up, saw something on Facebook about a trial run that was happening in Papamoa, and I was like, yes, because I always used to have to make the trek over to Tauranga 
Um, so I think it was Jason from Puarenga in Rotorua that um, sort of brought the trial to PAP and there was a really lo- lot of interest and well I would say probably 10 months later I think we finally got it over the line but um, yeah it was much needed and, and uh, really wanted it to happen and I was just one of the ones that sort of stepped up to do it. It's a unique course, I think. Um, it's definitely unique in New Zealand. Do you want to give us, give the listeners a bit of a description? Yes, well, we talk famously about the H, capital H-shaped course. Um, I didn't realise what a, a thing that would turn into be, but it took us quite some time to work out, you know, how we could make an interesting 5K course when we're surrounded by roads either side. We've got a bridge in the middle. Um, obviously, we can't cross the road, so we... we um, you know, we wanted to try and avoid the repetitive loops if we could, and the H shape was born. So, um, yeah, but what's really nice is that actually every aspect of it is a two-way track. So you're constantly um, seeing the same people, saying hello to the same people, you know, words of encouragement on every leg of the course. So a lot of people like that aspect. Yeah, it is pretty sociable. <laughs> and what's your parkrun story? How did you find out about parkrun in the first place? Um, so I've been over in the UK for a long time, uh, sorry, New Zealand for a long time, but um, originally from the UK, but but I was already here when it was born over there. Uh, but I went over one year, my brother said, oh, let's do such and such. And um, I registered in the UK, but the irony was because it was massively snowing I, that day, I thought, oh, well, it'll never happen. So I just slept in. Little known to me, uh, all my family did it and, and I did it. So I was gutted I hadn't actually done one over there. Um, um, but uh, yeah, just when I arrived back, saw there was one in Tauranga and uh, thought, great, start, started sort of doing it there, but really wanted one that was local because, um, uh, yeah, it's just on the doorstep. Yeah, and it's about 20Ks, isn't it, over to the Tauranga Park Run? Yes, it's it just it's not far, but you know, on a Saturday morning when you know ideally you want to just stumble across one, <laughs> um, it's sort of you know, 35 minutes or so just to, from from Papamoa to get over there. So that's that's been our sort of market because we've got locals that actually don't want to make that trek mm. when they should be having a lie-in. <laughs> oh, fair enough. And uh, we'll, be, we'll be heading to the cafe shortly. It's it's quite a good cafe. <laughs> it is. We're lucky enough to have a bit of a garden centre. There's a beautiful outdoor area. There's a nice little boutique shop. And uh, I hear we got the shout out for the, one of the best in the running for the best hot chocolate. So yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So that was on the Run to the Barcode Facebook group. Yeah, we had a bit of a competition, but yeah, it, it was quite. It was narrow between the winners, but <laughs> I reckon this has to be the North Island Park Run Cafe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's lots of fun. The the Delhi Delhi cabinet. You can spend just minutes looking in front of it and drooling yeah well thanks for your time helen and thanks for having an awesome park run here can i just also shout out to my uh, co-ed tina because uh, we work really well together and um it's a yeah it's a good little team and we have a core group of volunteers that are just absolutely awesome and as we all know we can't do these things without them so cool thank you so much thank you I found Leanne after Gordon's Pratt Reserve Park Run. How did you enjoy that, Leanne? Oh, it was an amazing park run. Yeah. Can you tell Hi, us? Alison. Can you tell us where you're from? From Launceston, Tasmania. Yeah. And what brings you over to do Gordon's Pratt today? Oh, I ran the Tarawera Ultra last weekend, so we've got a couple of weeks here in New Zealand as a recovery before we head back home. Yeah. And what you said you ran the Ultra? There were four different events last week. So there which one were. Did you do? I ran the Miler, which is 100 miles. It was my first Miler. That's a lot of park runs. That was 33 park runs, I think. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, one or two park runs. Yeah. And yeah. How, how are your legs feeling after that? 
surprisingly good actually. I thought I'm a streak runner, so I thought, oh, how on earth am I going to run my 2Ks the following day? But I actually did my 5Ks in a decent time today, and I've managed 2Ks every day so far this week, and yeah, surprisingly well. Yeah. Now, you're no stranger to parkrun. No. You can tell the listeners how you're involved with parkrun. Well, I, uh, I've been involved in parkrun for over 10 years, and I am the event director at Kate Reed Park Run in Launceston. I started that event um, around COVID. I'm also an EA, so I look after six different events in Tassie. So yeah, park runs my life. Every Saturday you'll see me at park run, yeah. unless I'm running ultras. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you weren't at park run last week. No, I was somewhere out in the bush thinking of all my friends who are park running. Yeah. Yeah. So you've done quite a few different park runs in Australia and now New Zealand. Yeah. How did this park run today compare? Like, What made it different to any you may have done before? Well, I love, this one's like a an H, I suppose. So what's really good about this one, there's lots of out and back sections. So you could see people. It's a very social park run, which I loved. It was really good to see people and to say hi because there are a few people running this park run who I'd met previously at different park runs or who I recommend. So it was really good to say hi to them and as we're running through. Yeah. Yeah, so it was great. Good one to come and do. Very friendly. It's a great park run. And you've been staying in Papamoa for the last week or so. Correct. Uh, What would you say to listeners about why they should come to visit Papamoa? Oh, it's just an amazing... You've got the beach, which is for me has been a great recovery, but you've also got the Papamoa Hills, great place to walk. If you want to do hill repeats, I saw people doing those. Um, And then you've got the mount. I can't pronounce the name of that mount, but, yeah, it's it's just a great vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll be welcome back any time, I'm sure. Oh, we'll be back again. I'll have to do the miler again because being my first miler, I was very concerned. So I have to go back and actually run it this time. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe anyone who's planning on doing the Tarawera Ultra next year can come and do Gordon Spratt Reserve. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. great recovery park run. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. Thank, thanks for joining us today. Oh, no worries, Alison. Thank you. And that's a wrap from Gordon Spratt Reserve Park Run. It's a lovely little park run with a field of usually around 50 to 60 park runners. Um, But I think there were quite a few more there this week. Um, I'm going to ask Axel, who was on Finnish Tokens, if he can remember how many. Do you remember how many tokens you handed out? Uh, About 94. 94. So that's a much bigger week than usual. So if you like smaller park runs, Gordon Spratt Reserve is the place to be. That's it from me this week, and I'll see you the next time I go off for a parkrun adventure. And thank you to Tracy in a tutu coming to us from Broad Beach Waters and Alison out at Gordon Spratt Reserve. A bit of rundown under flavour there for us, Ollie. Yes. And that's quite apt, isn't it? It certainly is. And uh, I suppose recounting my own Parkrun Day experience, I, I did notice a couple of shirts out there, but it's been impressive to see some of the representation there across Daz's um, for, um, yeah, Parkrun the World Day. And, um, yeah, Mel, uh, for those of, of the adventure community that aren't connected to 
to run the world or run down under um, and may need a bit more information. Um, thank you to our office lady for sharing some of said information. But um, it's now the eighth consecutive year that Run the World has, in fact, rallied the community and, and made the day an absolute blast. Um, so what started as a simple idea back in 2017 has grown into a big trend, uh, tradition where Run the World members flood park runs um, and they they flaunt the latest merch and uh, snap some massive group photos along the way um, with many, many wonderful memories. But I suppose it's not just about supporting Park Run, although Run Down Under and Run the World has been a massive supporter and contributor to the Park Run movement. Um, it's been a day that's fostered new friendships, sparked run clubs and brought smiles to everyone. So um, uh, in part of the explanation um, we were provided, I suppose the question was, why Parkrun? And that's because Run the World and Parkrun share the same goal, and that's getting people out and moving. So this year, the focus was very much on that and on connection in bringing someone new to Parkrun. So members were encouraged to invite neighbours, children, parents, friendly shopkeepers, uh, anyone who'd never experienced the joy of Parkrun. It was an absolute day to remember. And um, whilst there were a huge number of uh, suggestions and and items included in the invitation i think um yeah that idea of bringing someone new to parkrun is also a, a, always um a fantastic element and it's great to see the, the level of connection across the community and to hear some of the experiences obviously in your experience and and your your parkrun day um chat mel and and likewise with tracy and her tutu with danielle but uh yeah, thank you to everyone who got involved and, and shared the excitement. Um, you know, the, the rewards from the day, a dollar was donated to each merch item picked up. Uh, I think it might have been the 2024 merch specifically, but I can't recall, um, to Parkrun. And the largest group photo in the 2024 merch scored everyone a $20 gift card for the uh, Run the World shop there. So, uh Yes, and it went on for those emailing with a pick with a newbie, um, the chance to win $500 to attend the parkrun of their choice. Yeah, and so we saw everyone geared up, spread the word, and made parkrun the world day the best one yet. We have had Travis, who is the inspiration behind Run Down Under and Run the World. He has featured on the pod in the past and we have alluded to the fact that he will be coming back soon. So keep an ear out. Tony will be interviewing Travis in the very near future. So we will bring you more news on Run Down Under because we know our community loves Run Down Under. I've done it myself in the past. I I think Mm. I was a member for the first three years. So I do have the first three (laughs) Run Down Under shirts (laughs) in my collection. And yeah, it's a great initiative. So uh, we thank them very much for everything they do to contribute to the community. But we also thank Dazza. Mel, yes. who was with us at the weekend. Yes. We do, Ollie. And this week, Dazza said, how cute does Dazza look in his shirt? Not long now until the latest orders are dispatched. We love it when the comments in our Dazza's posts feature lots of Zoomy shirt love. So how was your morning? And one of those adventurers responding to Dazza's question was Georgia Devine at the Beaches Park Run, who said, by 8.10am, my pants had soaked through. <laughs> And I had wet undies from the rain. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing smiley face. 
and uh, shared was the funny video of a soaked-looking Georgia, Georgina, sorry, um, with parkrun flag and a rainy beach in the background. But, Ollie, that wasn't all. We also heard from Sonia Pullman coming to us from the beaches, and she said, peak beaches weather for volunteering, Dazza. And there was a photo of Sonia looking very soaked and windswept. Yes. So not great conditions at the beaches this Saturday. However, over in Wagga, or Wagga Wagga, in fact, Eva Blander said, a frond of geocaches where the Venn diagram of parkrun adventurers meets geocaching. Thanks to Geocaching New South Wales for expeditioning to Wagga Wagga and parkrun adventurers for bringing us all together. Mark, Mark, Kitty. And the photo there was of Eva and a group of geocaches with the Wagga selfie frame. Now, we also heard from Alison King coming to us from Gordon Spratt in New Zealand. She said, Axel and I adventured up the road to Gordon Spratt Reserve Park Run. He handed out the tokens. The RD said he was the best tokens volunteer he'd ever had, and I achieved a new course PB. Also debuted my new milestone shirt. A perfect morning. P.S. Axel's now 12, so despite the photo, he did enjoy himself. (laughs) And there was a photo of Alison and a very serious-faced Axel. And just by the by, Leanne Evans also posted from Gordon Spratt Reserve. And and remiss of me not to mention earlier, Alison did uh, add to her email with the roving report, Gordon Spratt, for a bit of context, in case we haven't covered it previously in the pod, um, was a local councillor and dairy farmer and the reserve is named for him. But continuing our adventurers checking in at Dazza's, we heard from Chris Ruse. 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 <laughs> Rhymes with moose, yes. Um, and Chris said, I've loved all of the touring I've done with Nathan, but today we just had to celebrate the start of Nathan's wedding day with Parkrun at home with our khaki family. It was the perfect start. To the perfect day. And the photo there was of Chris, Nathan, and fellow groomsmen. Nathan had a uh, the groom balloon. <laughs> and they're all wearing bow ties. Yes. And it's unusual to see the grooms. Usually you see the brides and the bridesmaids doing the pre uh, wedding park run. But uh, I just wanted to wish a special congratulations to Nathan and, of course, Chris. And thank you for sharing. Out there at Kaki Parky of obviously that's Karkarook Park Run in the greatest state. But Ollie, we also heard from Felicity Castellan out at Coonwara and she said, run the world shirts for today at Coonwara Park Run. Last week was cancelled due to trees on the course. Luckily, the trail was cleared, ready for all trail users by Thursday. Coffees for everyone. And there was a photo of nine rundown underers on the reopened Kearney Trail. Now, I do believe this was in the aftermath of the bad storms that they had in the area out there, which is in Tox, Gippsland, greater region. Yes, so it's good to see the trail reopened there and um, hopefully everyone, uh, if if not already well and truly back on their feet, um, things are getting back to normality and recovery there for everyone that's um, had to, to fare through those storms. Oh, I'm just glad we didn't have to, to combine the rundown unders and the undies because that would be a 
a very <laughs> run down under. Run down under. under <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, Adrian Luscombe uh, at Templemore in Ireland who said, Brilliant morning at Templemore. And uh, the photo there was of Adrian pictured in front of some ruins and a graveyard with blue skies. I liked that background there. We also heard from Tamsin Smith at Southampton in the UK. 1,161 other participants turned up to celebrate my birthday at Southampton Park Run today. It was a cold morning and the freezing rain shower 15 minutes in meant that everybody was steaming by the end and the photo was of a panoramic view of the crowd from Southampton Park Run. So I do assume the other two Smiths were there with Tamsin and let's wait and see how the largest from goes. That's right. But uh, but another nice photo, I must say. I like the, the steam rising there. But over in the US of A, we heard from Janice Whittle, who was at Wheaton Island, saying, this morning I completed my first international park run doing Wheaton Island Preserve Park Run in America. And Janice was pictured there with the Wheaton Island Preserve pop-up and a park run teardrop banner. I almost wanted to question it being Wheaton Island Preserve because I feel like it should be reserve and that it's a typo, but no, because the event was actually tagged, so it is preserve. Yeah, this one's not me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, well done, Janice, and good to see that you're out adventuring overseas. Now, we also heard from Chloe Bravos, who comes to us from the west side. No Zoomy shirts today, but Team Bravos is finally able to park run together again. Saw fellow adventurer Dave Allmark at Averley Park Run on a very humid morning. At least the cool temps were a nice change from the awful week in the 40s. And we had a photo of Team Bravos. And we look forward to seeing them very soon at Palm. We've got a bit of a group coming from WA, Ollie. That's wonderful. Quite the hike. So, yeah, we look forward to seeing you all. Now, another adventurer checking in, this time from Tassie. And it was Val Warwick who said, Oh, Dazza. All I can say is wow, wow, wow. Zian Golf Club Park Run was worth the two-and-a-half-hour drive through the mountains and bends. This small group of locals had quite a lot of us getting our Z, enjoying our adventuring. We came from Yorkshire, WA, Queensland, and all over Tassie. Today, I had my unofficial 200, became an alphabeteer, and reached Kaguna on my rundown under journey, which was pretty satisfying on Run the World at Park Run Day. Anyway, the trail winds uphill through beautiful ferny landscapes. The trail is rather rocky but not difficult. Wonderful. And uh, the photo there shared of Val and Steve at Zion. Hooray and congratulations, Val, uh, on all those achievements. But, um, Oliver, Mm. as is your duty as the male (laughs) co-host, there should be an envelope. Hopefully it's not with the box, wherever that is. No, thankfully it is uh, it's not with the box. Uh, it is right here. Um, it has been provided. And special thanks, Dazza said to say special thanks to uh, uh, someone from the sunniest park run around for uh, helping Dazza out with uh, the attendance. And uh, this week the OB goes to... 
a swather of rundown undershirts. <laughs> Hooray! That is actually Felicity <laughs> Castellan coming to Absolutely. us from Cooney. Congratulations! Hooray! Yes, that's right. Congratulations, Felicity, and uh, well done to everyone involved in the effort there. Now, um, there is another message here in Dazzas, uh, which is around um, our best wishes here to the community at Beaufort Lake Park Run. That's right, Ollie. Um, I added this in because Beaufort Lake Park Run was closed on Saturday due to the surrounding bushfires. If anybody's been following the news, I, I do believe the news has reached internationally because I had a message from Johan asking me how far away I was from said fires. And uh, fun fact, I'm about an hour from Ballarat um, and mm. just a, a little bit further from where the fires actually are. So we send our support to uh, Beaufort Lake and hope that over the coming days and weeks you remain safe and can return to your park run as soon as it is safe to do so. Now, we do have in Victoria and especially in that region where Beaufort Lake Park Run is situated, a catastrophic fire warning mm. for tomorrow. We've got extreme conditions. Everybody from that area has been asked to leave their properties and evacuate to safer places so um yeah so we're experiencing that at the moment not unusual for february in victoria to have yes. this fire season upon us it's usually always somewhere different and this year it's out my way so yeah we're just thinking of the community and we hope that you all stay safe certainly echo those thoughts mel and um yes we have our um we have our whole range of conditions uh, across yeah, our country and, and the world. So, um, yeah. We are a sunburnt country. We are. We are. But, Mel, we had an email earlier in the pod. We actually have another email. Ooh. We've got mail. You've got mail. <laughs> and uh, this one is from Callum Burrell, who said, Hi there, Melissa, Simon, Toc, Ollie, and the office lady. Like Mel, I was slightly perturbed when I heard there was some sort of stats removal on the Parkrun website of Freedom Run Logs. After looking at my profile page and results page, it would appear that we can all still be able to log Freedom Runs. What I believe has been removed is the table of Freedom Runs that yourself and other people have done in the last week or so. Basically, you used to be able to see a table of recent Freedom Runs that folk had done. I think I sort of stumbled across it. Again, it wasn't that obvious to find on the Parkrun website. The only evidence, I should say, I have of this existing is a screen grab of five freedom runs I once did on the same day back in August 2020. It was part of a running club challenge tied in with the number five to celebrate the fifth anniversary of Davenport Runners. I decided to do five freedom runs of Burnage Park Run, and they were all completed before 9am, the traditional start time of Park Run in the UK. I've included the screenshot in this email, unfortunately not including the full table, but just the entries that related to me. I hope this proves to be useful as people might not have realised that this table of Freedom Runs actually existed. Kind regards, Callum Burrell, A461587. Yeah, and thank you, Callum, for writing in because I was confused when Simon brought this up last week mm. and I probably 
assumed incorrectly that Parkrun had removed the option to actually record a Freedom Run, and that is not the case. We can still record mm. Freedom Runs, and they still appear in our personal results. But, yes, as Callum correctly points out, mm. it was a table that was available through the individual Parkruns websites of people that had completed Fritos at their event in the, probably in the the week that has been removed like but why how can that be competitive i don't understand how that could have possibly been seen as competitive some random tourist coming through the town and logging their freedom run at your event but anyway yeah it's gone (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and and i suppose yeah at this point in time we're open to interpretation um yeah, in the absence of, of full clarity on the matter. But um, it, it is good to get a, an understanding from people's assistance. So thank you very much, Callum. Yeah, fear not. We can still log our Fritos and we can still track yes. the events, much like myself when I did that at Stebbin Heath in January. Yes, absolutely. But anyway, Oliver. Yes. We've got the birthday boy. So let's have a listen to what he's got to say. Howdy. It's the birthday boy here with some of the goings on for March 2024. March has five parkrun days, so that could mean five chances for cake. But alas, there are no special days in March around the world. Though there is Easter on the final Saturday of the month, so perhaps a chance for some chocolate. The five regular parkrun days are week one on the 2nd, then the 9th, 16th, 23rd, and the fifth week of the month is on the 30th. Are you planning to get your volunteer vibe on in March? Are you going away for Easter and having an adventure? An anniversary reminder first. Events may celebrate what they're like, when they're like. So please check all details with the local source, i.e. their webpage and or their Facebook page. This is especially true for dress ups, cakes, Easter bunnies, etc. Is there anyone joining Main Beach, New Farm, Albert, Melbourne or Kira on 12? No, but we do have two more events hitting their big 11 with Parramatta, New South Wales and Riverway in Queensland. Congrats to them. Now, let's check out the first anniversaries. We have two events on the books. We have the fabulously named Picnic Point Parklands Park Run which is up Palm 24 way in Queensland, Toowoomba. And the other event celebrating their first is a custodial event, Spring Creek. Congrats to them both. What else is interesting this month? Well, there are 30 anniversaries spread over the five weeks. So there is something to celebrate every week. This month, let's celebrate great event names. In week one of March, we have Cascades on Clyde Wetlands Park Run, turning three. In week two, we have Albury Wodonga Park Run, turning 10. Week three, I have to mention them again, the fabulously named Picnic Point Parklands Park Run. Week four, Avondale University College Park Run are turning three. Will the slip and slide make a return to the finish shoot? And in the final week of March, which is Easter Saturday, We have Mount Isa Park Run turning six, giving you plenty of time for your Queensland escape. 
Now, if you don't immediately know where these park runs are, good. Your mission is to head to the event map on the park run website, type in a location or the event name and see what pops up. Great for planning adventures. Uh, there are no junior park runs having an anniversary in March. Insert sad face emoji. As with all parkrun adventures, the parkrun cancellations page is a valuable tool. See parkrun.com.au forward slash cancellations. The official cancellation page contains information for the coming weekend plus two further weeks. Shows be sure to check it again mid-month. Well, see you next month for some more birthday boy banter. And be sure to let Mel, Ollie and the boys know if you have any requests. And thank you very much to the birthday boy. Mel, it is getting closer to Easter. It is. And that means Easter adventures, Ollie. Do you have anything exciting planned? Sort of. <laughs> um, <laughs> Easter adjacent, yes. Easter adjacent. Uh, at this point in time, I don't know when I'll be able to run again soon. I've got a little bit of uh, adjustment coming up, so um, <laughs> medical adjustment. Um, so... <laughs> Yes, it will mean no running for a couple of weeks, I believe, no walking, and, and I'm not sure of my volunteering uh, opportunities either, but uh, I hope to be good well and truly by Easter. And uh, at this stage, we've penciled in Nolkaba in the Hunter Valley. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. nowhere near Schlaber, is it? Yeah, that's right. Wow. It's the, the other side of Sydney. You're yes. doing real adventurous stuff. Except the weekend after Easter, but, oh, you know, details. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, you know, we're not going to be hearing from you that frequently, so that's still exciting when we can. Yeah, if it happens, yeah, absolutely. We're going to cross our fingers for you. Yes, as will I. Park Run, Hunter Valley, Newcastle along the way, yep, all the, all the nice things. What about yourself, cool. Mel? Oh, I've got an Easter adventure. Very excited. I'm going to Cooper Pedy. Yeah. Cooper Pedy. Yes, I've never been there. Fun fact, I have sent mm. three of my older children there on school camp. Wow. Uh, and I have never been. So I am super excited to be jumping in on a Kubapedi tour with some of my friends and hoping to get a bit of Opal experience while I'm there. Yeah, so super cool and very exciting. So I'm looking forward to that and slotting that in before Palm. Yeah. So there's wow. a lot to look forward to in the next couple of months. A lot of travel, just as well we have a Learjet, I'll say. <laughs> but let me tell you, Ollie, about the Adventurers Consolidated Club Report for Saturday. I was just going to ask. <laughs> 24th of February, 2024. Of a total of 585 members, 446 took part on this date in six countries across 221 locations. Now, I do want to say that I kind of feel weird when I say six countries because when I say that, it does lump the UK as one country and I know it's kind of a murky area because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a few countries lumped into that terminology. But in any case, mm. in the UK, there were adventurers at 38 events. There was five in South Africa, so that's a bit of an increase there, and three mm. in the USA and three in Ireland. 
Locally, we had adventures at 45 events in New South Wales, Mm. 42 events in the greatest state, 36 events in Kingsland, 14 in South Australia, 12 on the west side, 7 in Tassie, 6 in the ACT, 5 on the North Island, 3 on the South Island and 1 in the Northern Tree. Oh, yes, that's right. We had an international front. <laughs> <laughs> but is this the point that I say, is the, is, the, is the greatest state a little worried about falling further behind? Um, no. We're confident <laughs> in our status. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, uh, we did pose the question, where would the largest international front be earlier in the podcast? And the answer being Pontabala. <laughs> if I've got any hope of getting that pronunciation correct, uh, where there were eight adventurers, including Mark Perkins, James Avery, Nigel Lane, Andy Airy, uh, Nadej Rata, Kat Lane, Rhiannon Taylor and Debbie Airy. And um, Andy did actually post in Dazzas. So uh, shall I read out Andy's post? Please. Yes. Yeah, let's celebrate that too. So Andy said 70 of the Airy Airways posse helped smash the Pontabala attendance records by 20% and a new volunteer record too. I also became the seventh person to complete the periodic table challenge. And Andy shared a photo of the group. I was quite impressed with this and interested in this uh, periodic table challenge. Mm. I hadn't, I'm not really aware of what it is. So that's mm. maybe Andy would like to email us and give us a explanation of said challenge. Yes. But Ollie, locally, the largest front was at the ponds. They had 10, but out at Panania, there was eight and they were Kathy and Brett Crispin, John Poynton, Greg Brantman, Bree McGraw, Debbie Ho, Paul, the Viking, Whelan and Amy Miller. And special mention to Wagga and Wishart, who each had seven. Yeah, so some great uh, fronds popping up everywhere. What wasn't popping up? Launches. No. No launches. Second week in a row of nothing. Oh, they're saving them up. We must be up for a Super Saturday soon. Oh, we must be. Uh, and speaking of nothing, um, yeah, as of time of recording, no reported PBs from our adventurers. Damn. Well done all the same, everyone. Yes. But, Ollie, Adventure Milestones, we did have. We did. We did. So congratulations, firstly, to Pauline Taylor, who walked her 250th park run at Wishart. Fabulous. Congratulations, Pauline. And please excuse if you can hear the pitter-patter of Lucy's (laughs) footsteps. For some reason, she's decided to join me in the study. I don't know what's going on, but something's upset her. But anyway, we also had Fern Patterson celebrating her 100th at Chermside. Congratulations, Fern. And congratulations also to Amy Kent for a 10th milestone at Wagga. Wagga is popping up. It is. It's all about Wagga. And lastly, we had David Bennett, 250th milestone at Chaffee Park. Chaffee or Chaffee? I don't know. Nor do I. Okay, congratulations, <laughs> David. Better half of Bernadette. And um, everyone, of course, please remember, if you'd like to uh, have us track these achievements as best we can, you can add the Adventurers Club as one of your five affiliations on your Parkrun profile. And, of course, check out 
www.theinformant.me for all the stats. That is correct. Now, looking forward, we have nothing on our program. I'm sure there's things that we're supposed to be tracking. Hmm. Well, maybe Palm. Palm's coming up. And a reminder, mm. of course, if you haven't confirmed in the Facebook events or gotten in touch if you're not on Facebook to let us know that you are attending any of those events, please jump in, mark attend so that we can get those numbers right. And also, if you haven't sorted out your costume, um, <gasps> there's a reminder for you uh, and for me um, to sort out our costumes. I've got mine. Well done. Well done. I got mine sorted in South Australia. Mm. So excited. Very happy. But so far as reminders go, yeah, not too sure. Not too sure. Um, what about your next park run day, Mel? What's on the agenda? <sighs> Do you know what? <laughs> I've got no idea. And that is literally honest. I do not have the ability to tour this week. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be going somewhere local. Mm -hmm. I haven't decided yet where that's going to be because there's a couple of options I've got and I just haven't really sat down and nutted it out yet. So I can't tell you. Sorry about that. Mm. What about yourself, Ollie? I'm going to Shell Harbour. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, I will be having a because they've missed you uh, a weekend or two at home. That's for sure. And um, yeah, I, I don't see any more adventures for a few weeks until my my hopefully trip to the Hunter. So uh, I will be about everyone. You'll you'll know where to find me. Uh, please come on down. But yeah, I will be at Shell Harbour. We have our Pacers Day first parkrun day of each month so looking forward to that and um not sure what i'll be doing yet running walking volunteering we'll see fabulous but, uh, well there's the mystery for you everyone um but uh if you do have any feedback to any of our conversations or requests for feedback as always you can contact us via parkrun adventurers on our facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. That is it for another week, and we'll see you all next week for more adventures. <laughs> <laughs>